Welcome to Go Home Heat, a sports entertainment podcast. I have Justin here. Live, Hello. Live and in person. Live. What? Hopefully. Why would you say live and in person? Because obviously... If you're live, you're in. Well, there's no, technically you don't have to be a person. You could be mm-hmm. anything else, I guess. Would be alive, though. Well, if you could be an alien and be alive. Welcome to our philosophy podcast. <laughs> On the nature of consciousness. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Raw, but first... Which is not about philosophy. Let's talk about the way we're going to break this down, because I just want to talk about the women's division first, so I, so that I don't get irritated in the middle of this discussion. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. Um, so we will kind of go in the order of how it happened in the women's division, but then we'll get to the men's division, because I feel like they're booking the men's division at a much better clip than they are the women's division right now. What are you talking about, Kevin? I, I don't I don't understand. Well, let's go into it. Um, how many... Let's... Let, I want to preface... Well, we're about to describe as a storyline and how this episode went as far as the women's division. We did not take any drugs before we watched this. Okay. Speaking of which... This is what happened. Now, Nikki... First of all, you weren't here last week. Nikki, what'd you think about her new character? I went back and watched the old sanity stuff mm-hmm. when she was the most intimidating looking monster to come out, and I cried a little bit. What if she's not lying about this being what she wants? She's been on social media saying, this is what I've always wanted to do. She's telling us this is what she always wanted. What if What if this is truly what Nikki wants to present herself as, a flying, but a butterfly superhero well, the light of joy in a wrestling form. Yeah, I don't know. I thought the hurricane was awesome. I thought Molly Holly was aw- mighty Molly was awesome at times. So could it work? Of course it could. It could. Lots of things work. I'm one of the few people that thought the Funkasaurus kind of worked. She <laughs> is the yin to. Well, the Funkasaurus did work. It was great, especially in front of a live audience. Yes. People liked it. And the people loved the dancing, the dance, but the dancers also uh-huh. that you wound up with. You know, Naomi's a whole nother career that spins out of that without the funk source. Who yeah. knows? You know, but okay. So you do have a yin and yang. There is what Alexa, oh no, Alexa, but there's what Nikki's telling us. But it is blatantly obvious that Nikki is the polar opposite of what Alexa is. Mm-hmm. So whether. This all came to fruition with a com- combination of I talked to a writer or she came up with I mean, own. we've kind of got our superhero, supervillain origin story but here. But they're tag team. Yeah, origin story here. But that's always the superhero, supervillain. They started out as friends. And then they've, you know. Right, I'm the end of your yang. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Doom was Reed Richards' lab partner. And here we start out with Nikki again telling us she's over the moon at being incredibly happy with her butterfly superhero outfit and Uh, where's her husband again i don't know i don't know where is he oh he's at the employment office is he yeah killian dane oh oh he got cut didn't he yeah sir she's very happy to be here maybe that's the theme for the week in wwe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she's very happy to be here. I'm sure it's not of any Stockholm Syndrome. I'm very happy to be here. I love doing this. Now, she wrestles Baszler, and then we have the uh, obligatory 
Nia and Reggie outside, and she's going to be in the control. The match happens. You get this uh, Alexa Bliss spot where she comes out and starts to try to control Nia and isn't able to do it because Reggie distracts, and then she gets the kick to the knee, kick to the balls. I thought the back kick to the tallywhacker was nice Yes. on Reggie, but then yes. she just walks off. And, of course, with Nikki's finisher being some form of a hook-to-arm, hook-to-leg roll-up, mm-hmm. she literally is walking embodiment of Shayna Baszler's kryptonite. Yes, she is the, the, the most dangerous force that could ever face her. Yeah, and so she does get the roll-up win over this fighting machine that can't seem to get out of small packages. How, how many how many matches she lost now in like the last two months? She always loses. She always loses. And she's literally the best fighter on this, in this the roster. True story. Yeah. But I will say this. When I watch Nikki wrestle, she's wrestling faster. She's chaining her moves together. And she... the. Like, if you took all that off of her mm-hmm. and she went out there and wrestled like that, yes, it's different from the uh, Tasmanian Devil Wolverine mm-hmm. Frenetic. thing that yeah. she has, but it's very good. Oh, yeah, she's a great wrestler. That's and, my point. And it's neat to see her kind of allowed to not have to take abuse, to see something coming and get out of the way and slide under moves and yeah it, it really you know what i mean i was oh yeah, yeah. I, i'm blown away at that she can wrestle in this style this easily one match in two matches in yeah she's already picked up on the things that you know this you know or she knew them all along yeah and was literally having to ignore them to well, do shows the you again role. she's probably a better wrestler than anybody's ever given her credit for she is and she proved it in Seven, eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Counting a tag match in this one. She just, boom. She can flat out go. Mm-hmm. And that part, I am look. I, I really enjoy. And that, that's what's got me it's kicking mis- myself in the head. Yeah. You know? Do I like this or do not like this? I like this part of it, but I don't know if I like the rest of I it. I love to watch it wrestle. Yeah. Because, and her and Shayna were great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wish that, I get that, I get that she has to go over, but she didn't have to wrestle Shayna. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, but anyway, and that's the theme of the night, kind of for me too. Oh, yeah, let's move to it because that is the theme of the night: Oscar and Naomi versus Eva Marie and Dewdrop. And you have Eva Marie Which doing because I haven't been here for this. Yeah. Dewdrop is stupid, right? Piper the, Niven is cool. Why? What's wrong with Piper Niven? Well, I have a feeling she's going to be Piper Niven. Why the hell are you calling her Dewdrop? So that you can break her away from. Earthquake. Eva Marie is just to. Eva Marie's role, I'm guessing. Eva Marie's role here is to introduce this new character and then move into something else. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing. It's the only thing that makes sense. And she's already kind of shown that she may break up, break apart from. Yeah, her. already. Yeah. She hung her out to dry last week in the first match they had together. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. Piper Niven is a great wrestler, and we saw that in spades. Both. Both matches she's had. Mm-hmm. She was in the ring with two great wrestlers, Naomi yeah. and Asuka. Even Marie didn't help. And eventually, Dewdrop winds up winning on her own over Asuka with, with that splash move. Uh huh. So she just beat arguably the best female wrestler on the planet and another one who's probably in the top 10, top five female wrestlers on the planet who never gets. And she just won one up. 
you know. Beat him by herself while Eva Marie took the credit at the end. Yes. Which, Eva Marie taking the credit at the end is in storyline for what they do here at this company. That's fine. Do drop being hung out to dry. But your point, why is Asuka and Naomi the ones getting gone over here? Mm -hmm. It, It lends itself to the issue when you don't, you know, WWE has reduced its mid-card talent recently. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm, I'm sure there's a reason for that. It's cost effect, whatever. They don't have, they don't have a whole lot of people to pick from. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I know Oscar's been in the next, in the program, which would have, if you don't have these two here, you have to put them in the next match. And yeah. to me, I would have flipped it. Yeah. I would have flipped Oscar and Naomi and put them in the Charlotte the Charlotte uh, Tamina uh-huh. Natty match, yeah, and had Mandy and yes, uh, what's her name? Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Eat the pin here. Eat this pin. Yeah, and, and lose the two people. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't get. Doesn't it? It goes back again because you can tell the story without constant. You can tell these idiot stories without constantly butchering Oscar. Yeah, burying your, your your best talent. Well, it was the thing. Many things were bad about WCW, but th- when they had that much talent, you saw that, you know, on a three-hour show, you saw every week different people. You know, you would see, you'd right. be stuck with your NWO stuff. You're going to see a lot of that. But as far as the wrestling matches, you're going to see a bunch of people. Right, which is how a Jericho got famous enough to go to uh-huh. Raw. Which is how, because they had cruiserweight time. Yeah. And I, and I almost think that a guy like... Because they would do that early in the night, right? Yeah. I almost felt like Bischoff was giving guys time to go pee and get beer. Mm-hmm. By the same token. Yes. It was. It became the kind of thing where you realize there's different kinds of... Dude, you could credit Bischoff in many, many ways. Because they were kind of, sort of doing it. You'd see the great hero from Japan every now and then or the great, or the great Mexican wrestler every now mm-hmm. and then. But when he brought all that to Monday nights a lot, yes. The the fact that now we watch AAA, now we watch New Japan. You can trace those things back to Bischoff yes. giving us access to it all the mm-hmm. time, and being willing to put that out there, right? And not do go with the same thing every freaking week. Also, you know, to some degree, that's that's how ECW winds up making it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it, we are we. we Enjoyed those cruiserweight matches early on. The next thing you know, when you see a Malenko and a mm-hmm. Guerrero in a ring, that you, you want to sit there and watch some chain wrestling because that's not necessarily what was pushed on us pre Nitro. No, you know, not very much anyway. To me, we'll see. Okay, triple threat: Charlotte, Natalia, Tamina versus Dana, Mandy. By the way, you mean tri- uh, triple tag? Tri- triple tag yeah. match. I apologize. Um, I'm gonna go back though. Niven's finisher, mm-hmm. ouch, ouch, ouch! Like she just squashed Oscar right there. Oh. And again, I don't even mind if she would have beat Oscar one on one. I wouldn't have liked it, but hey, you beat Oscar one on one. But for Oscar to have a tag team partner and still lose, yeah, that's kind of tough. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. I don't get that because I know you're gonna have her back in the championship program soon. Mm-hmm. You know, if it, it, nothing more than to just lose to whoever's got the belt. What I, what a appears to be Vince McMahon's mind is 
that if you are in a tag team with two good people in it, you immediately lose 50% of your power. <laughs> but if you're in a tag team with one good person and one useless person, your power actually doubles. Yes. Yes, that so makes So if you're sense. Braun Strowman and you have a five-year-old as your tag team partner, you're like four Braun Strowmans. Correct. Correct. But then when he was with Seth, they had trouble beating people. Yes. And then Seth would have to pull it out for him. Yes. <laughs> there's some there's some cartoon physics here. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte and Talia Tamina versus Dana, Mandy, Ripley. This was fine. Uh, I'd say Mandy and Dana actually performed a little better than, like, they're getting better. They're working every Oh, yeah, week. they are. You know, they're doing good. Uh, Charlotte wins with the pin there. Ripley chop blocks her. And Charlotte gets up and... It's almost like, ah, you got me. <laughs> what is this? What are we doing here? Is she bringing her to the dark side? Is this what we're doing? Because she's been wrestling like a heel for two months now. Are we not there yet? Are we officially not there? Is we got to have something official? She got to sac- She got to be get her villain hand- hand card or something. This is a scenario to me where it feels like. If you would just leave these two alone and have let them do... Like, who came up with this program? That I'm your mentor because... Like, what what are we doing? Let, let, let me speak to that real quick. I'm going to segue off of it. I was... You know, they just hired a, a person as a writer for, for Raw. And she was in an interview... And she's never written for wrestling before. She's done comedy writing. She does some other writing like that. Which I don't know anything about her. I have no idea where the talents are. But when she's getting interviewed on this podcast, she says, yeah, there's a guy over there, Ashley, or maybe Lashley. I think he's the champ. Well, I think... And and it's like, you, you could... I don't think a lot of the writers know anything about but this the product or what they're doing or anything but I don't think that like and, and they wind up firing that girl a week or two like a couple days later I don't think though that the comedy writers I, I, I'm not gonna give Pritchard if he's the guy backstage and Vince a pass on this no oh no I don't, no, I don't no. think that you hired him I don't think that him. a comedy writer or a television writer that you hire is involved in deciding what I, what Ripley and Charlotte, the general direction of the yeah. program. Because this isn't one-liners that were written. Mm-mm. This well, this is general concept is I'm the dirtiest player in the game mm-hmm. and, and you're not willing to do what I do. Oh, now you're doing the same things I would do. Therefore, mm-hmm. I smile at you when I walk away. You're starting to learn. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I just, I don't, this program th- trips me out. I don't get it. She's gradually turning her into Charlotte part two. So now what the real, the real thing is you can really never get Charlotte out of the title picture now. Because Ripley's Charlotte too. Ripley's Charlotte too. So now if it'll be regular Charlotte or Charlotte two. In every tag t- in every title program for every women's title. Do you think there's a long play here? Yeah, this is the long play. I'm telling you right now. It's the Charlotte takeover of all of wrestling. Right. 
But <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Uh, do I think there's a long play? It, it, there might be this week. Is the long play though? We have is the long play. The future of our industry in the women's division is Ripley and Bianca, which we know that's what they think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bianca is our face for the future. Ripley can't be too. Yeah, we need to heal. Is that the is that the play? Could be. Is it like we got Cena and we got Batista? Batista's gonna have to want it's, Batista's over like Rover as a babyface right now because he just beat Triple H. Mm-hmm. Ah, that can't stick because we got we can't have two. Mm-hmm. Cena's got to have a foil, so we got to turn Batista soon. Let's yeah, have him beat up Ray. Yeah, you know, <laughs> which nowadays would make you like a face for me. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Beat so, Dominic too. So I, I, Money in the Bank will have these two for the championship, and maybe this ends there <laughs> again. Again. Now on to something that's booked. Re- what? Before we get to things that are booked really well, Riker versus Elias. Happens. Oh my God! Thank you. Let's <laughs> and, get that over with. And uh, stop trying to make Riker happen. It's not going okay, but to happen. You're trying to put this guy over. In theory, we're trying to put Riker over. This is the yeah, okay. For two weeks, he's been standing there. With a rope, spanking himself on the back like the priest in the horror movie. Yes. Trying to get off sin. Yeah. And, except in this case, it's odd like he is uh, at least mentally getting off on getting spank- spanking himself with the bull. What are we doing? What What is this? What is this, Kevin? <laughs> what kind of... Fetish show are we watching? Yeah, dude. It's it's like Jesus. Somewhere Val Venus is sitting in the back going, I, "My time is now." <laughs> I, I I I requested this years ago. Go. What are they doing? So anyway, Elias goes out there and talks smack and gets beat, right? And so we're trying to put Riker over as a good guy. There's no way he he's not a good guy. I mean, no, he he may be. I don't know him, but he how do I put it? He isn't able to seem affable. No. <laughs> he looks like a monster. Book the dude like he looks. He looks like a psycho, man. Yeah. You've got a you've got a really intimidating looking dude right there. What are you doing? Or how about this? We know what you're trying to do and somehow you're accidentally booking him like a psycho. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Wow. It's like, whoa. Okay, and so then, okay, then we'll get to, I liked the Kofi. I like Kofi Oh, the Kofi comes MVP? Out, gives the promo. Oh, come on now. MVP yeah. comes out. They ran each other down really well. Eventually, Kofi's had enough, goes out there and jumps him. Hits him with the trouble in paradise. I liked all of that. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Ricochet versus John Morrison. Amazing. What are you going to do? Come the F on. Is it just me or is Ricochet wrestling a little differently than he has been? It seems like it to me. He's been more physical. Yes. John comes up with a new move every week. The dude is a monster. I don't understand how he's stuck in the mid card. I don't understand truthfully how either one of these dudes is stuck in the mid card. Well, not only is, like, <laughs> how do I put it? Ricochet, at least here and there, has gotten championship matches. Mm-hmm. John Morrison, since he came back, has gotten nothing. He's he's below Miz. Yes. Always. And he's only involved in things with Miz. Mm-hmm. 
If Miz doesn't get hurt, he's not even wrestling Ricochet right now. No, no, that'd be Miz wrestling Ricochet. Right. And so it, it's just nuts. And, and I, I assume Johnny's okay with it. He seems to be. But it just, it's so strange to see how he's been treated on the show. And I, I love watching him and Miz be funny and all oh, that. Oh, dude, I, don't get me wrong. They're great. But we could we could venture him off into something important at some yes. point. Now, Ricochet... The the Conrada he does off the wheelchair, it was amazing. Spot of the year probably is when Morrison decides he's going to go sit on the barricade and not and, and not engage in it and kind of laugh about the fact that he's not engaging in the match. Uh-huh. And then we have Rick springboard from the ring all the way through his body on a cross body. And Morrison, God bless him, he took that like a champ. Yeah, dude. Caught him, and I'm sure they landed on a bed back there. I but, hope so, because that looked painful. Yeah, but well, it, wherever they landed, Ricochet hit him moving from about 20 feet away. Yeah, I did. Moving good, too. And that was amazing. It was one of those few times where a double count out makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I was blown away by it. And yeah. And I can't wait to watch him wrestle again. Mm-hmm. And then we're, we're getting them time. That's the good thing about this Money in the Bank program, which is one of the main threads in the show, and was what we're getting to, the main thread to me in the show, uh, besides what are, what are we doing, mm-hmm. is is the fact that we do know what we're doing with Money in the Bank. Yes. You know, and we do get... We're the, giving it to Drew McIntyre. <laughs> oh, my God, we are. All of this... Two shows worth of storytelling, and we're going to give it to Drew. We better not, dude. That is the dumbest, <laughs> well, dumbest you, move you can make. I'm so mad he's in the match. We'll Why? Get, we'll get yeah, there. dude, we'll that didn't make any sense to me. But, okay, so we start the show off. I know it's funny, but we start the show off with Riddle. With his, talking his, his note. Yeah. His note that was obviously written by Randy Orton. In crayon, misspelled with bro stuff in the middle of it. And, of course, Sonya and Adam Pierce kind of catch on to what's going on here but middle get middle riddle does beg them to allow him to right his wrongs from the week before since randy orton can't be there tonight let me in the battle royal which will allow if i win to be in a triple threat match versus aj and drew therefore Mm -hmm. i can place because the winner of the triple threat match will be in the money in the bank match and so they let him in this match and we get a good little over the top battle royal. i didn't even mind the 24 7 stuff in it because it kind of sort of as weird as all this is made sense it was around a wrestling ring after wrestling event you had the cast of the 24 7 thing in gulak and truth and tozawa you had uh garza eric and ivar uh gender mahal uh, remember Jeff remember, Hardy. Remember when those two guys were the number one contenders for the uh, tag team championships? It seems like only two weeks ago. <laughs> what the it, hell? it was right. What the hell? We <laughs> okay, we got Damian Priest is back from injury, and I thought the thing was well booked. I, I felt like you know the twenty four seven title changes hands all three times, goes back to the original holder, and uh, Tirzawa runs off. Uh, we wind up with Priest and Riddle at the end. And Riddle goes over, which I think is the right call with Priest coming off an injury. And then you know, Hardy is going to wind up Alec- 
finishing his thing with Alexander soon, I assume, because they were interacting during this matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelton got thrown out. I'm worried that he's going to disappear. I'm not really worried. I'm pretty sure he's going to disappear. Uh, Mansoor was in the middle of all this. Did you like it? It was good. Yeah, it was a good over-the-top rope battle roll. Glad to see some of those people out there wrestling. To your point, uh, Almas comes out and pulls the Viking Raiders out of the ring to mm-hmm. to further that storyline a little bit. So it's like they managed to touch on... I thought it was interesting that Gender and Priest squared off for a little bit. Yes. Because I could see that being the next program for That's Priest. That's a good, good program for him. Especially if he goes over with Gender having kind of backup. He can lose to guys mm-hmm. and still... Does Gender still have backup or did those guys get fired? Oh no, did they get fired? I don't know. Does one of them get fired or are, both, uh, are they both still here? I can't imagine them getting rid of that one huge guy, but I mean they got rid of Strowman. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen those guys in a while. Have you? Well, last week. Were they out there? They were out there last week, but the firing was between the two. Yeah, I don't, maybe not. They didn't come out with him for this matchup yeah. at all. But if they would have come out there with him for the matchup, then he probably shouldn't have lost. Yeah. So anyway, but that being said, I thought that Riddle going over was the right call if you want for for this particular thing because mm-hmm. whoever wins this wasn't really going to. No. Because Drew was going to win it. Really? All along. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. What? That's what we're doing. Every every episode is really just to get Drew involved. Yes. We get another, I think we got another history lesson from Drew somewhere in here, which I appreciate his Wikipedia updates. Um, Then we get Riddle and AJ in a, in a match to see who goes through. I thought the match was fantastic. I mean, you do have three of your better workers in the world. Oh my God, yes. Come on. And um, Riddle, I did, I did think that... Um, Riddle's jumping knee. At some point, he will Seth Rollins somebody. He'll 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 he's going to snap a nose somewhere. Going to break somebody open. Yeah, yeah. But or should we say Zia Lee somebody? We'll get to that <laughs> on the other show. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Zia Lee somebody. That was crazy. Oh, dude, she. I she knew kicked, that when it landed. We'll she kicked there. her in the throat hard, <laughs> and then when she hit that spinning heel kick, Lord have mercy. She didn't even get her hand. Uh, Mercedes didn't even get her hands out. No, no, no. She didn't see out that. Out cold. Out went down. Right. Went oh my goodness. Off. But Matt Riddle did not do that. He just looks like he did it. Riddle do uh, his little imitations of Orton throughout mm-hmm. the match and throughout the evening. Mm-hmm. Once he decided he was Randy Orton and like the little thing where he and Priest had the back and forth mm-hmm. and he's acting like he's Randy Orton and then of course he offers some Burger King and all of a sudden we're buddies again. Uh-huh. Hey, 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 it's really me. It's yeah. Really me. It's cool. Right. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, um, and then he hits an RKO somewhere in there that could have been the pinfall win. Yeah. Um, Riddle did a move where he dived onto AJ's shoulders, which was, you know, to get put into the neckbreaker thing yeah. that AJ does was really good. But, of course, Drew does go over. Really? Which there was a doubt ever. They so badly want to put Drew McIntyre in front of a live audience as and have them be proved right that everything would have been different for Drew if he had had a live audience. Mm-hmm. That is what all of this is about yes we're he's been climbing now 
with Lashley for how long? Oh my God, six months almost. And he can't ever wrestle for this title again. Mm-mm. But if he can get the money in the bank, then then he can. Why does that trump? Is my question. Does, shouldn't that mean he can only challenge Roman? Or what it what it what it could mean is that he can help Kofi win and cash in. Which, as in, he could win it in the same night. Yes. If, if he could always help somebody win and then yeah. say, I helped you win, let me fight. Would that fight. be the heel turn? If he came out there and, and took it off Kofi right after Kofi won it? In the in the in a normal wrestling company, yes, that would be a heel turn. Mm-hmm. Do they expect us to cheer him if if Kofi Kingston overcomes Drew? I mean, oh, he Bobby can't Lashley. do that with Kofi, can he? Uh uh-uh. uh If you put Kofi out there winning that belt off Bobby Lashley, and then Drew McIntyre <laughs> comes out there and kicks him in the head, and takes it, he's a heel. I do not care what you think is going to happen at the next show. So is this better all a swerve? Be in, better not be in Chicago. Because they will bury you. Is this a swerve? What? This whole thing with Drew is a swerve for... for... Kofi's not winning the title. Mm -mm. I want him to, but he's not. But what about this? Brock Lesnar, SummerSlam. Yeah. Wins the title. Drew's got the money in the bank. Cashes in immediately. After the heel wins mm-hmm. over the heel, and he 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 kicks Brock upside the head, gets the belt, and then you have all of the rights of the pandemic era, all the wrongs of the pandemic era, righted as Drew McIntyre stands alone with a sword actually in the tattooed sword chest mm-hmm. of Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. That would about be the only safe way for him to be in the ring with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> that would be about it. You better make sure he's down first. Man, I don't know, dude. The more interesting matchup for Brock when he comes back for me is always going to be the Roman Paul, Paul yeah. Brock love right. triangle and how that would you could play that story out. Oh, I, I just that's the one I want to see, but I I get the Bobby Lashley one because we've wanted for years, and I've wa- and I've wanted for years to see the Bobby Lashley Brock, of course, match up. Right, but right now in this moment in time, the one I really want is the the other the one, the Paul Heyman, the Paul Heyman, because I think that the plot, the story that they can tell with that. But they're not even thinking about that. They're thinking John Cena babyface versus Roman Reigns heel. But that's. If Cena's really coming back. Oh. The only way Which, I'll enjoy dude, that Bobby, match is if... Bobby Lashley-John Cena's a good match. It is. That's a good match. But you can't have Drew all over that thing if, if, if that's what you got. No. No, and you need Drew all over that thing, apparently. You got to have it. Drew McIntyre's been in the main event. 30 months. <laughs> you talking about Scott Cena here now? Is that what we're going to start calling him, Scott Cena? And again, I don't think Cena had anything to do with that either. No. The only one, I, the only one I'll blame on that is, well, I'd blame Warrior and Hunter a little bit. Warrior. And, and, and Hogan. But I do think that with Hogan, there was a legitimate conversation where Vince was like, look, to build this company the way I want to build it, you can't, you know, you, you know you have to be the main event every night. You can't lose and you can't get hurt. Mm-hmm. 
And so no matter what happens, those two things can't happen. And I do think that Hogan took that and began to, you know, at some point you begin to believe your own hype. Yeah. Yeah. You start living your gimmick, that kind of thing. He needs, he needs you to talk to uh flavor Flav and learn, man, don't believe the hype. But <laughs> yes. But after that, I believe that it just became common knowledge that if you're the champ, you know, mm-hmm. you just you can't lose. You can't lose and you can't, can't look weak. No. No. And if somebody, if you do lose, you know, it's got to be. Shenanigans. Yeah, 25 people, 30 people. Yeah. If you're a face, it's got to be something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you wrestle the tag team champions, they're going down. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But, yes. Could you imagine booking the Ultimate Warrior versus, like, um, what a rush. Old LOD, man. Come on now. And having him just go over him. Just crush him. <laughs> Can you imagine going to uh, Bubba Ray and Devon and saying, you know. We're going to we're going to put uh, Cena in there with you. Or, or we're going to put Edge in there with you. And he's going to go over you. And you're going like, well, we, we, we had a ladder match with seven guys. He was in it. Yeah. Why is he going over us now? Like like we're chumps. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's different now. He's a, he's a, he's a singles wrestler. What? <laughs> okay, four. <laughs> Sarcasm is your friend. Woo! Four. That's what the the real name of the raw podcast. Sarcasm is your friend. Yes. Um, for my man Justin, for me KP, this is uh, a go home heat production. Copyright twenty twenty one. Check our friends out at the Gin Project. The G I N N Project dot com. And go home.